Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, hey, it's Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are y'all doing out there today? We love you so much. Oh my goodness, I just love my job, love the show, love you, love Jesus, love Dan, love Cassie. There's a lot of love to go around over here. Um, I have something that I think is really near and dear, not to only to my heart, but the heart of the Father. Uh, we're going to talk about today. I have a guest today. Her name is Shannon DeGarmo. We're going to I'm going to introduce her here in a second. Um, but we are going to talk about single moms. And I got to be honest with you. I know there's some great ministries out there for single moms, but my heart is that we see more ministry to single moms, single parents, single dads, uh, because I don't think that we minister enough to um, single moms and single dads. And they, I, I can't imagine the weight that that would be to carry. And so we're going to talk today. If you are a single mom or a single dad, uh, this show is going to minister to you. And uh, I can't wait to get into some conversation about it. Uh, a lot of you guys know I just released my my third book, Baby. And it is like a baby. It comes out with labor pains, y'all, like major labor pains. Uh, but it is out into the world. You can get it anywhere books are sold. I'm telling you what, though, um, Gangster Prayer, I named it that way to kind of get your attention, to be a little unconventional. You know, um, uh, there's a lot of books that cover, um, you know, developing a prayer life. But, you know, God had to get my attention attention. He had to wake me up and kind of slap me in the face a little bit with the, with the, with his word. And when he did that, man, um, he showed me the wealth of the inheritance that I was missing out on because my prayer life was dead 20 years ago. Go pick it up everywhere. Books are sold. You can also write me a review, um, at your favorite retailer. You know, we're, we're not picky. We're not choosy. We'll take them all or we'll take one. We, it doesn't really matter. Um, but we love you so much and thank you for being so supportive. You guys have just been overwhelmingly supportive of this book. Uh, let's get into, to my guest today. Her name is Shannon. DeGarmo. I was able to met her. We actually have the same agent, which is great. And I was able to meet her when I was on a trip to Nashville uh, to meet. She is a featured contributor for Keep the Faith Radio. She also contributes to uh, various publications, Lifeway, we all know them, Home Life Magazine, Crosswalk, I believe. Um, she's offered three different books and two of these books Came out on the same day. <laughs> How's that for an overachiever? Uh, I want you to welcome to my show, uh, Shannon DeGarmo. Shannon, welcome to the show, my dear. Hey, how are you? So nice to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so thankful that you joined us today. We have been working on scheduling and stuff like that here for a couple of months. Um, <laughs> because you have a crazy story. And we, like I said before, we're going to focus on ministering to that single mom, that single dad, that single parent out there. Um, but Shannon, I want you to, why did you write this book? And tell me a little bit about your story. Well, you know, I wrote this book really out of need for um, myself. <laughs> a, long, 
um, many years ago, well, many, 15 years ago, uh, I, I became a single mom myself, and I, I was in some, some pretty big trouble in the fact of looking at my future and not being able to support the two kids that I had. And, you know, I, I, I kind of had, like, this perfect life. I was 26 years old, and I was married to uh, a, a guy that was in the entertainment business and a, a believer, and he was in law school, had this really bright future ahead of him, and um, I was a stay-at-home mom with two little kids and had no idea that uh, my husband was living this double life. And, and he was really at the bottom and the whole, the whole uh, crest and core of it. Um, there was a lot of addiction involved, a lot of drug addiction, a lot of porn addiction, and um, women. You know, it's a, it's a lifetime movie network. And uh, he ended up being a felon and went to jail. And there I was all of a sudden. And it happened so fast. And I was uh, a mom with two kids and no college education. Okay. And I had a high school diploma. Okay. And so, Shannon. That's all I had. Let's back up like three sentences. Um, <laughs> so, you're 26. Yes. Y- you've been married for how long? Seven years. Like, I'm I- I married as a baby. I don't even know if that's legal. <laughs> Seven <laughs> years. But I was 19 when I got married. So you got married at 19. You were married for seven years. You had two kids. What were what were their ages? So they were four and two at the time. Four and two. Yeah. What happened that you, you clearly you thought everything was fine? I mean, seven years. I mean, that's not like seven months. Like you had <laughs> you had walked with this man through a little a little bit of life. What yeah, was, yeah. what happened? When did you find out that your husband was living a double life? Let us know. What was that well, moment? You know, it was actually a series of um, just kind of like these revelations. And, and I really think the Lord was preparing my heart over the years to finally get to a place where I could really see. Mm. And um, so it started, I would say, a couple of years into our marriage um, I, I found some dirty magazines in the bathroom, and I was like, wait, what are these? And, and he was a, a Christian music artist at the time, and he was like, oh, I, I found these on stage, and I was afraid somebody would, would think that they were the bands, and so I hid them, and I brought them home, and I didn't want to have to explain it to you, and so I just shoved them in the bathroom cabinet, right? Okay. And, and so it kind of made sense, and I'd never really had known him to be lying to me before, so... You know what do you do? You, you believe your husband, mm-hmm. and uh, you know a couple a couple of years later, I found some uh, major credit card debt that I didn't know that we had, and I again brought it to his attention, and he was I'm so sorry, I'm I was so embarrassed. This credit card debt happened before we were married, but I didn't really know how to how to talk to you about it, and so I, I've just been paying it off. <laughs> the best part about this, though, Autumn, at, at the time, of course, it was the best part, but now looking back. I was like, but there were charges on the bill, like there are new charges, and it was all music equipment. Oh, my god! he was like, oh, it got stolen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Know, here I am. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. So, well, because honestly, leaving the truth mm. was, uh, was so painful. Mm. And so I would rather believe the lie mm. and live in a fantasy world Mm-hmm. then believe the truth and have to face what was happening in front of me. Oh, my goodness. You know, mm-hmm. And as, as you, and you know, anybody with little kids, 
you can only deal with a problem so long and then somebody's pulling that to your pants. You know, like, hey, come come and talk to me. It's crying, falling, breaking, needing a diaper change or whatever. Yeah. And you, you get distracted. Yeah. And so you shove that into that little place in the back of your mind where it kind of comes up every now and then, you know, like in your deepest quiet thought that you might think about, hey, that really makes sense. Or, mm. and all, you know, these years are going by, you know, and you're trying to like, just survive. Yeah. And um, what ended up happening, it kind of came to this culmination. Um, the last year of our marriage was just really terrible. Mm-hmm. And he was in law school, and I had noticed a, um, a, a woman, a, a student that he was in, in law school with that he developed a relationship with that he said that it was very, um, it was like a study group kind of thing, but I, I was, um, there was a check in my spirit about it. I, I was, I was kind of guarded and protective whenever he would bring her up. And I don't know why, like, I don't know, I'm not a jealous person, but I felt this, um, just, it was off. I just felt off about it. Yeah. And I, I would bring it, you know, Hey, why don't you have your study group come over and I'll make dinner for them. And, you know, y'all could study here. And no, he was, he was very protective about making them separate from me mm. and not inviting me into that world. And um, soon after this, this girl kind of came into the picture, he started staying out you know, all night long, wouldn't pick up the cell phone. I have these two little kids in the house. I can't go looking for you at, you know, two in the morning. And um, I mean, it was falling apart. I was calling my parents, my mm. dad was having to come over and, you know, look for my husband out at, in the morning, I'm calling police stations and hospitals. I mean, it's like what you, like a worst nightmare kind wow. of scenario. And that wow. was happening, um, not all the time, but, you know, every now and then it was periodically happening where he was gone all the time, or all night long and not knowing where he was. We were in counseling. The, the counselor told me, Shannon, you need to go home. <laughs> this isn't wow. about you. This is about him. And I'm like, wow. yeah, but I'm living in this. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. And at this point... I don't really have anything. Like, I just know that he's just being weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything. Mm. And um, and he, he got to be very emotionally and psychologically abusive, mm. uh, you know, name-calling and really degrading you and uh, degrading me in such a way that was just tearing apart my spirit. And I became kind of like this little shell of a person. I mean, even physically, I had lost all this weight. I was not sleeping. I couldn't eat very well. I'm running ragged with these little kids and trying to figure out how to keep this marriage together by myself. Wow. And uh, there was this one common, like this culminating point happened when he was going to go camping with this study group. And I had no idea who they were, where they were going, how long they would be gone. And uh, he was walking out the door, and I said, you cannot leave. Like, you can't do this. Our marriage is falling apart, and you're going away with people. I don't know who they are. And he kind of laughed at me, oh, and gosh. he goes, well, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and I was like, nothing. I mean, like, what am I going to do about it? Mm. That's what I actually, I remember thinking, yeah, you're right. What am I going to do about it? Mm. I mean, am I going to duct tape you in here? I can't, you know, I can't make you not go. Yeah. So he shut the door, and I was standing at the bottom of the staircase, and I actually verbalized this to the Lord, and I just said, God, you either end this now or mm-hmm. fix it. Mm. 
Yeah. I don't know what's going on, mm. but I'm done. Mm. Like, I, like, and I think the Lord was just bringing me to this point because I was so, I was so holding on to this notion that God hates divorce. Mm. God hates divorce so bad that you can't, you can't even face that. Like, you won't even go there. He, that is not his plan for your life. You can't even be there. Mm. And I had to get to the point where I'm like, I need to do what I need to do to follow the Lord. And yeah. whether the Lord takes me down certain paths, I'm going down that path. Yeah. So and, and instead of it being all about me, mm. it was all about what needed to be done for the Lord. Yeah. And and so I sat there at the bottom of the stairs and verbalized it. I felt this like freedom come over me. Like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm willing to do what I need to do. Yeah. And the very next day, I went upstairs to check my online baking on my big pink Mac. Do you remember those Macs that were oh, like, yes. like different colors? I totally do. Yes, girl. <laughs> I was big and pink, and um, and I, you know, online baking was kind of was like fairly new. Yeah, it, it wasn't, you know. So I went upstairs to check how much money we had in our accounts. When I was expecting to see, you know, Target and McDonald's, like you know, whatever you see, same, yeah. same thing that you see with parents, little kids, whatever. And, um, and this account came up that I had never seen before. And it was really a miracle. Like the Lord was like, okay, you're ready. Here you are. Mm. I'm going to show you what you need to say. Mm. And it was an account I had no password to, um, but was just standing right in front of me. And it was thousands of dollars being deposited and withdrawn, um, of restaurants and flowers and hotels, like just thousands of dollars. And I couldn't really get my brain wrapped around it. Honestly, I was thinking he was spending our money, yeah. you know, our family money. Um, but that's not what he was spending. But mm. I had, uh, I called him and I just remember feeling like I have something. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on this whole time, but now I've got something. And he actually picked up the phone, which was kind of unusual. And when he picked it up, he just said, what? That's what he said. And, you know, what? Mm. And I said, I found your bank account. And it was just silent. Wow. And I just kind of let it be silent. And he said, I'm coming home. And I got really scared. (laughs) So (laughs) I called my dad. And I was like, dad, you've got to come over. He's coming home. And I found this bank account. And. You know, we're all trying to put these pieces together, right? And he, uh, my dad comes over, and my husband comes home, and we start pushing some uh, some questions on him. And really, it's it's really more of my dad. I'm kind of like in a state of shock at yeah. this point. I'm yeah, just, I had this big oversized purple chair that I'm kind of sitting in, and I, I remember feeling so tiny in this big chair. And um, and it kind of comes out where my husband goes, "Well, I, I've stolen." $10,000 uh, from the business. And my husband had worked for my dad at the time. Oh, no. And uh, and, and then it was like, well, 10000 turned into 12000 which turned into 17000 And so by the end of that conversation, it was 30000 I mm. think, by the end of that conversation. Wow. And, um, and then my, my uh, dad was like, well, Shannon, he looked at me, and he goes, what do you want to do? Mm. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking, I have this two-year-old and a four-year-old upstairs sleeping, and my whole life is falling apart. And I'm looking at my husband, and I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. Mm. Like, I have no idea. 
who he is. And I just said, you know, um, I don't know what I want to do, but right now I don't want him in the house. And I knew that. Mm. And, um, and it turned out that, you know, he left that, uh, that, that night and he went and stayed with his parents. And, um, it turned out that he had had a private, uh, bank account that was statements were being sent to a private PO box that I didn't know that he had. Um, he was a, a, a porn addict after looking at his computer, um, the amount of porn and the porn that he was looking at was very dangerous. Some of it involved children. Mm. Um, and and I'm sitting here thinking, what in the world? Like, how is this even yeah. happening? And I'm living in the same house as this guy, and I don't even know. Yeah. Um, he was a cocaine addict, mm. and um, and he had ended up stealing over eighty thousand oh dollars from my God. parents' uh, wow. company. And at the same time, you know, celebrating Christmas with us and praying with us and going on vacations with us and, you mm. know, doing all the family things, teaching Bible studies and going to Sunday school. <laughs> it's, it's like this, the most bizarre feeling to look at somebody and go, I had no idea who you were. Yeah. Mm. And you slept in the same bed. Yeah. Like it was just. And, and it really it, it really showed me how far my denial had gone. Yeah. Like, I was willing to see past so many things because at the bottom of it all, I was like, no, 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 God would never do this. Like, my path would never take me down a path. Like, it just, I would never be led to divorce, ever, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was like, hey, Shannon, I love you way more than I hate divorce. Yeah. This is, you need to follow where I'm leading you. So this, I, th- I think a lot, Shannon, I, I didn't want to stop you because that story, yes. I think, I think a lot of people that are listening can find themselves in that story. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's not, maybe it's not the st- stealing of the money, but maybe it is the porn sure. addiction. Maybe it's the line, maybe it's what else, whatever. And the they, denial. the denial, and they like you have had that morning where they've woken up and they say, my life is gone. Um, and all of a sudden steps need to be made. And, um, you know, we were able to share a little bit uh, about uh, my story as well, you know, married at 18, divorced at 22, Mm -hmm. seven year Mm -hmm. relationship of abuse and, um, having to come to terms with the divorce and Mm -hmm. separate, um, separate the Lord and what he was calling me calling to deliver me from away from the legalism of um of uh, just religion but all of us have found a lot of people can find themselves right there so you have written a couple of resources specifically for single moms because you have you found yourself with you know you didn't you you didn't have education you didn't have a plan this was your plan this was your plan (laughs) and you didn't have a plan b i mean thank god that you went into marriage with plan b a plan a only um but what do you do to that single mom that is listening today um by the way you can get her books on amazon or shannondegarmo.com shannon degarmo is my guest today that single mom or or parent or dad or whoever that is listening that is saying i've had that moment i am sitting in that moment and i don't know how to pick the pieces up what would you say to that woman or a uh, man shannon well what i would say cuz this is exactly what i had to do i had to stop and I know it's hard to do that because your your life your your life had become 
chaotic. My life, my normal was chaos. Okay? Yeah. And I had to stop and actually hit a pause button because my immediate response was, I'm not, you know, I have bills to pay. I had zero. I had nothing. Mm. And, and when my husband left and when we divorced, you know, he was in jail. I mean, I wasn't getting child support. I wasn't getting weekends. And, of course, he had, and I had supervised visitation, so he never had I never had any every other weekend or things like that, you know? So, um, I mean, I was sitting here thinking, how am I going to eat this week? Mm. And, um, and so I started, this is a newspaper. I got the, the classifieds out, and I started circling um, jobs. And I was looking at this going, I'm going to have to work three jobs yeah. just to stay afloat, like I'm treading water. Yeah. And so um, I knew that wasn't going to work. And I just had to stop and take a pause button. And uh, the way I like to speak, the way I like to um, express it to single moms a lot when I talk to them is we try to put a Band-Aid on top of an artery mm. and you're bleeding out. And mm. it doesn't matter how many Band-Aids you put on that, it, you're still going to bleed out. You have to stitch it up and that takes some time. And so I formulated a plan and I knew for myself, my personal journey was going to take me to have to go back to school. Mm. Um, I had no, I had no skills. Um, and I had no degree, and uh, I knew that I was going to have to develop some of those skills and get a degree or a certification of something to allow me to support myself. So and, is, that, uh, is that included in the book, um, it Single is, Moms 101? So talk me through, because we, we've only got a couple of minutes left. Talk me through, give me three tips. Single Moms 101, if you are newly a single mom or a single dad, you can pick up this book at Amazon or ShannonDeGarmo.com. Yes. But um, we are, they need practical help. Yes. Their, their world has just fallen apart. So, Shannon, give me three tips in the book that you can point uh, these, these precious people to. Yes. Okay. So three, these are three things that you really need right off the bat. One is a good lawyer. Good representation. Practical. So whether, yes. yes, whether or not you are divorced or an unwed mom or you just found yourself, um, you know, pregnant and you don't even know who the father is, you need good legal representation to protect yourself and to protect your child and to formulate a plan for their upbringing. Mm, so they're in the book. There, there are practical ways. There are uh, organizations that offer free legal aid. Um federal legal aid, state legal aid, it's all in there so that you can find it and you can be able to understand why that's important, what physical custody is as opposed to legal custody. It's all there and you're going to want to you're going to want to do that. So many women are afraid of dealing with the lawyers. Don't be afraid. It protects you and it protects your kids. So no matter if their situation is a good situation or not, get a lawyer. Amazing. Lawyer. That's great tip. What's yeah. number 2, Shannon? <laughs> Number two is formulate a plan. If you have a job, if you're educated, that's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. If you don't, formulate a plan on how to get a job. So you need education. It's in the book. In the book. It's all about if you, have, if you don't have a GED, how do you get a GED for free? How can you get college to go to college for free? I went to college for free on grants because I was a single mom. Amazing. Uh, it's all in there on how to get scholarships. It's all in there on how to get loans. It's all in there. And that there's a chapter all about education. So and practical. What's number three, yes. Shannon? What's number three? This and is great. Number three, and this is this is something from just a moving on point of view. 
um, at some point you're going to have to deal with forgiveness. Mm. So whether it's forgiveness of yourself, forgiveness mm-hmm. of your spouse or your boyfriend, um, you're going to have to deal with forgiveness. And that's the only way you're going to be able to move on and be successful and be a really great parent mm. to your children by modeling forgiveness mm. um, it's just in their life and just talking to the Lord and bringing it to the Lord. That's the only way to heal. Yeah. It's the only way to really parent without having any kind of resentment and bitterness and being able to freely parent um, your children in a place of empathy and compassion for someone else. Shannon, these, these are amazing tips. I, this is exactly why I wanted you to come on the show and I wanted to highlight your book. If you are a newly single mother or father out there, um, I want you to go pick up this book. Um, you can get it on Amazon or uh, ShannonDegarmo.com. These are pr- this is practical. This is super practical, and and I believe this dress addresses a lot of fears of people that um, th- they don't know what to do. You know, what do you do if you're a single mom and your husband was the breadwinner? What do you do um, if you were a stay-at-home mom? Uh, go pick up this book. It's an amazing, amazing resource. Shannon, thank you so much for being so transparent and oh, um, you. sharing your story with us today. We so appreciate it. And thank you for listening. You can catch me right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Mile Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener-supported, and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.